Welcome to American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. I wanted to drop in here on Sunday and just mention a few things because, again, as you would expect, there's a lot going on and there's a lot that uh, that was covered last week on the podcast and then there was a lot that wasn't. But I just kind of want to run through some of this and, and give you my take on it. I'm going to lump basically a bunch of different stories just into one here. We have a number of different states now, of course, that are getting rid of mask mandates, which is fantastic. Iowa, Texas, et cetera, et cetera. The, the problem is, is this. They never should have been there in the first place. End of story. Now, again, you've got more and more stories coming out, too, of, you know, you've got this bus driver who slapped a kid for not wearing a mask. The kid said they didn't want to. They said, why? And then the bus driver slapped him. Well, again, people have lost their minds. I mean, they've absolutely lost their minds. They don't know what they're doing. And it's not everybody. It really isn't. You know, we hear a lot of these stories and we think, well, everybody's insane. Everybody's lost their minds. No, the vast majority of us know exactly what's going on. We really do. Unfortunately, there are plenty that don't. And you can see it not just with their mask wearing and, and with their behavior and their virtue signaling and, and whatever else, but it's even with their physical behavior. And if you think back and, and you can recall that Florida teacher who was spraying disinfectant on their on their on two of their students in their special education class or whatever it was, uh, you know because they their masks won't weren't over their nostrils. That that was just one small thing that occurred, one small example. This bus driver, same thing, who slapped the kid. Just one small example. You had better believe that that's going on in almost every school district across America and has been since at least August of 2020. So here we are now in May, almost June, and this stuff has been going on thoroughly throughout this entire time. It's an absolute outrage uh, that, that it's been happening. It's child abuse beyond what anybody I think could have ever possibly imagined. The mask wearing is the largest child abuse thing that's ever taken place and uh, it really is just very overwhelming. But that's, um, again, it's, it's a good thing that these states are lifting these mass mandates for school. But don't think for a minute that there aren't going to be holdouts because there will be holdouts even in those states. There will be school boards that say, well, we still need to wear masks and, well, we're, we're still going to wear masks. And then even these teachers, again, and these, these school officials, I mean, they're even going to be wearing masks when no one else is. They're just going to keep doing it. Because, again, that line has been crossed in their mind. It's been crossed. Even when they have these poisonous experimental jabs that will damage them for the rest of their lives, they'll still wear the mask thinking that the mask helps. This is where we are now. And I said this a long time ago, too, and I, and I meant this, but where are the science teachers? Where are the anatomy and physiology and health education teachers? Where are they really? Because any of them, if they're knowledgeable at all, wouldn't have been doing any of this at all. And all they would have been doing is inviting their students into their class, looking at their students and saying, take your masks off. If you're wearing them, you shouldn't take them off. And then educating them on what's really going on. But unfortunately, this should tell everybody how deep this goes, that the medical profession and in medical school they completely misteach 
and brainwash countless individuals into not even understanding the basic immune system. And I've said it, I've said it in the past, and I've even played the audio from, from countless people who, who have clearly stated time and time again, even doctors, medical doctors, the only way a virus enters your body is through your bloodstream, directly into your veins. That's it. That's it. You can't cough out viruses. You can't sneeze out viruses, that it doesn't work that way. Not to mention, again, it says it on the box, on the mask box, that they don't do anything when it comes to viruses, that they're actually bacteria catchers, and all you're doing is breathing in bacteria. But the propaganda has hit peak, and I wanted to read a couple of these posts here, and these come from uh, greatawakening.win, and if you're not reading greatawakening.win on a daily basis, you need to, because it's boards like this where you have citizen journalists bringing the truth to countless people. Now, you can turn on your television and watch the Fauci's and the Biden's and the pedophiles give you medical advice, or you can actually learn about the real world and what's really going on from your fellow Americans. And many of them, I might add, who post on here are doctors, lawyers, parents, um, countless individuals who work in all kinds of professions. And one of them, as you're going to hear in a minute, was a uh, is a bus driver of a school. So here's this post, and you've I mean it's just amazing. I'm just going to read it. It's titled "Based Kids on My Bus After Finding Out They Were Having a Quote Unquote Vax Fair at the High School Today." Quote: We're not stupid Democrats. I'm so proud. So the post reads like this: Quote: I drive a school bus. Love my kids. Today in my high school run, as I pull in, there are signs and balloons all over advertising that today was vax fair for COVID-19. I almost fell out of my seat. I pulled up and a sign said, quote, get your vax today and protect your friends, unquote. I stopped and pointed at it and said, please don't do what the sign says. I only have seven kids on this run. They looked at the sign then at each other and said, quote, don't worry, we're not stupid Democrats, we're not brainwashed. Breathing a sigh of relief, I opened the door. I just smiled the rest of the day knowing that young people are pretty based and smart. They know what's up and that's comforting to this bus driver. I don't discuss stuff like this, but just kind of blurted it out when I saw the circus they put on for this. They dressed up a school to peddle this poison. What the fuck? This is going too far. And there you go. Unquote, I might add. But yeah. Um, and it's apparently in New Jersey. So you can read more in the comments on that. But again, this kind of stuff is just, it's just awful. And again, when I taught school, I was always against um, the, the, the blood vans and the blood buses that would show up and students would just start donating blood. And then they'd come back to my class and they would look like zombies. They would look like just wasted away zombies. They had no color in their face. They're practically passing out. Uh, it was, it was awful. It was absolutely awful. Well, you did your good deed because you gave a bunch of blood. No, no. And now, speaking of the blood donations, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but there are countless doctors that are saying, not only don't get the shots, but now if you have had the shots, you can't donate blood because you've got those spike proteins in your bloodstream. 
And those aren't supposed to be in anybody. But now they're in people's bloodstreams who have taken the jabs, and now those individuals shouldn't be donating blood at all. So it raises another serious medical question as to whether or not the blood is being tested for these spike proteins that, are, that people are putting in themselves willfully, and uh, it just blows me away. Here's another one, an another post here, and it's titled, Sis uh, Sister's Email to Principal of School After Teacher Told Her Daughter That, Quote, Her Parents Don't Make the Rules, Unquote. These teachers are some of the worst criminals, in my opinion, wolves in sheep's clothing. Um... I'm not going to read the email because it's kind of it's kind of badly written, but the point is, is they basically say, who are you to tell these students that parents don't know any better and that parents don't make the rules? See, this, this right here, again, is that crossover. It's sort of that psychological leap that gets made with, with some individuals in power when they're around minors is they actually believe that they are in charge of the entire minor from cradle to grave. That it's their responsibility to teach them everything and that the parent needs to just take a back seat. One of the worst things that I've ever heard teachers say is when they say parents don't know how to teach their children. And they'll say that. And there are lots of them that actually believe that. They actually believe that there's no way that parents are capable of teaching their own children anything let alone a quote-unquote school-age subject. It's an abomination that someone would actually think that because it's actually the, the parent of the job to know way more than the school teacher. That's their job. As a parent and as the person who's legally responsible for the life and well-being of, those, of, of a child or multiple children, if you have multiple children, I mean, that's, that's, that's the role and responsibility of the parent. The fact that I even have to say that is strange, but there are countless parents that don't know that, agreed, and unfortunately, there are lots of principals and school teachers who believe that they are, in fact, the parent of their students. See, administrators don't have students, so they shouldn't even be calling them their students. They shouldn't even be calling them their kids, quote-unquote, because they aren't. They're, they aren't either of those things. The... the the job of the teacher, as, as I've said in the past on countless occasions, is that they have students and they don't have kids. They might have their own children that they gave birth to or were responsible for raising, but their students are not their kids. So again, they too have no business using the word kids when they're, when they're referencing their own students. It's a leap. It's an unprofessional leap that gets made, but again, that verbiage that gets used is tossed in there by Marxists on purpose to trick teachers into tricking uh, even college professors that um, that their students are their kids. No, that's that's just not how it works. Government is not the parent, and uh, children are not government's kids. Now, here's another post that's interesting, and this again has to do with the control of school boards and the misinformation and the censorship and. A number of other things because again the censorship piece of, of what's been going on is also massive so this one is titled keeping children masked is about control they own your children they own your freedom they are mocking you what are you going to do about it will you continue to tread lightly around the delicate normies how far will you let this go America is about to find out 
And there are two comments below this. The first one says this, quote, I stood up to our school board member on Monday with several other parents. I talked about this on another post, but we're pretty sure the school board president had YouTube take it down for misinformation. She sent to Twitter, she went to Twitter and lied about what so-called misinformation was given. Everything that was said was true, and there were many questions asked of the board, stuff they didn't want others to hear, and actually questions and actually question what they were what they are doing. The school board president also contacted a pro-mask group to counter-protest us and contacted the media to do what they do best, take us out of context and make us look like loons. I've joined a group that is wanting change. Many of us are pulling our kids out of schools until change can happen. I live in a state that does not have school that, that does not have school choice. They are no charter there are no charter schools because they have been under the public board, the public school board. Uh, let's see. This is kind of weird. There is private schools, but they are expensive and many of them have bought into critical race theory. So at this point, homeschooling is the only way to go. Well, good. And you you do have school choice. See how that works? Homeschooling is school choice. That's the point. Here's the next post below that, the next comment. It says, thankfully, my son's school isn't controlled by masked Nazis. It's a little school, K through 5, literally one class per grade. The teachers, ha- the teachers have to wear masks. They take them off in their classroom. Kids can if they want. They're only required to wear it on the bus. Still don't like that, but I can deal with it for now. Homeschooling my son after this year is up anyway. Good. There you have it. Uh, and they continued saying, quote, I never make my son wear a mask anywhere. It makes me angry seeing people put their four- and five-year-olds in masks. If you're that worried, why are you taking them out in the public? Well said. Well said. If there was a real pandemic, which there isn't, why are you wearing it anyway and why are you going outside? I thought we were supposed to see bodies dropping all over the place. I thought we were supposed to be stepping over dead bodies. I thought that's what a pandemic was. But remember, they changed the definition of a pandemic in real time all of the time. They've even changed the definition, and they did it, I believe, exactly a year ago, but it was a little over a year ago now, back in March of 2020, where they changed the definition of a vaccine to include this gene therapy poison nonsense. I mean, think about that. Merriam-Webster's dictionary changed the definition of a vaccine. The old Oxford dictionary still has the first definition. But Merriam-Webster now has two definitions for a vaccine, and the definition B, as in boy, is the uh, gene therapy definition. It's just manipulation right in front of everybody's face. And it's really too bad because there's way too many people buying into it. Um, A couple other things here. Let's see. This one was from a few days ago. I'm sure a lot of people saw this as well. I certainly put it up on Gab, so I know it was bouncing around there, but this is from LifeSiteNews.com, and it's titled, CDC Deputy Director Resigns After Emails Reveal Teachers Union Lobbied to Keep Schools Closed. So you see the connection here? Pretty simple, pretty straightforward. It's just about manipulation. It was always about manipulation. Tricking the public. All these organizations working behind the scenes to create fear, panic, 
and all and nothing but falsehood. The subtitle reads, The Teachers Union pressured the CDC to amend its public health guidance on how and when schools should reopen, basing the policy on politics rather than science. Are we actually surprised that teachers unions would be working with the CDC, which are also working with local health departments, keep in mind? So, I mean, that's sort of the, the, uh, the trail of tears and the, and the chain of command. The, the, the poisonous chain of command is right there. And then those local quote-unquote health officials from those local quote-unquote health departments roll into a school board and say, here's our new orders, here's what we have to do. Um, and they just willfully do it. That means that people aren't operating individually. They're operating collectively to control the individual. This is totalitarianism, 100%. That's the definition of totalitarianism. In fact, that brings me to this next thing I wanted to mention. It's a perfect segue, actually. There's an actual study. This comes from unitynewsnetwork.co.uk. And it's titled, The Use of Fear to Control Behavior in the COVID Crisis Was Totalitarian, Scientist Group Admits. This too was a few days ago, and it says this. Members of the scientific pandemic, quote, influenza group on behavior have expressed regret about unethical methods used to control behavior in COVID crisis and admitted that they should have considered, should have been considered totalitarian. Scientists on a committee that encouraged the use of fear to control people's behavior during the COVID pandemic have admitted its work was unethical and totalitarian. They're admitting that they're criminals. It continues, quote, I mean, I'm just just shocked. I mean, they're clearly panicking because they they can feel the rope tightening around their neck a little bit now. And I'm all for these Nuremberg trials. I mean, we've got what, 10,000 doctors and over 1,000 lawyers working on a Nuremberg 2.0. And yet people keep getting these jabs. I just don't get it. They're brainwashed. Okay. It continues, quote, Members of the Scientific Pandemic Influenza Group on Behavior, SPI-B, express regret about the tactics in a new book about the role of psychology in the government's COVID-19 response. The group warned in March last year that ministers needed to increase, quote, the perceived level of personal threat, unquote, from COVID-19 because, quote, a substantial number of people still did not feel sufficiently personally threatened, unquote. So they admitted that they had to ramp up the fear in order to get more people to comply. Now, for those of us that have never worn a mask and will never take a poisonous jab, uh, didn't work on me. But the thing for us that we've seen is that it's really, really disturbing to see the numbers of people that actually fell for it. See, that's one of those psychological things that's been tracked as well. And they know this. I mean, the the people that organized this and the, the Satanists that organized this entire thing, they're fully aware that the psychological damage that this is doing to people like us, the freedom fighters and the, you know, the independent individuals who actually read and think for ourselves and don't just nod our heads willfully at our televisions. Um, we've got it figured out, but it's still going to take a toll on us because we're having to watch the mess. We're having to watch, uh, we're having to watch the brainwashing and listen to it still. 
it doesn't work on us, but, uh, you know, it's, it's still difficult to watch. So it continues here, quote, Gavin, Gavin Morgan, a psychologist on the team, said, quote, clearly using fear as a means of control is not ethical. Using fear smacks of totalitarianism. It's not an ethical stance for any modern government. By nature, I'm an optimistic person, but all of this has given me a more pessimistic view of people, unquote. It continues and says, the government has faced a barrage of criticism and has been accused of ramping up the threat from the pandemic to justify lockdowns and coerce the public into abiding by them. It's not the only thing they've coerced them with. It continues, this claim is set to be examined by the forthcoming public inquiry into the pandemic response. SPI-B is one of the subcommittees that advises the Scientific Advisory Group for Emergencies, SAGE, led by Sir Patrick Valance, the chief scientific advisor. One SPIB scientist told Miss uh, Dodsworth, quote, In March 2020, the government was very worried about compliance, and they thought people wouldn't want to be locked down. There were discussions about fear being, uh, fear being needed to encourage compliance, and decisions were made about how to ramp up the fear. The way they have used fear is dystopian. The use of fear has definitely been unethically questionable. Sorry, ethically questionable. Yeah, no kidding. It's been a weird experiment. Ultimately, it backfired because people became too scared. Mm, yeah, some did because they actually believed it, but again, not everybody. It continues, it says, Another SPI-B member said, You could call psychology mind control. That's what we do. Clearly, we try to go about it in a positive way, but it has been used nefariously in the past, unquote. One warned that, quote, people use the pandemic to grab power and drive through things that wouldn't happen otherwise. We have to be very careful about the authoritarianism that is creeping in, unquote. Steve Baker, the deputy chairman of the COVID recovery group of conservative MPs, said, quote, if it is true that the state took the decision to terrify the public and get compliance with rules, that raises extremely serious questions about the type of society we want to become. Quote, if we're being really honest, do I fear that government policy today is playing into the roots of totalitarianism? Yes, of course it is. Unquote. They're telling you, they're flat out telling you. That individuals that are pressuring each other to get these jabs, wear the masks, all these rules, this, that, and the other, these people have been, have been now trained to be totalitarian. 100%. And you know that those people, if they have children, are training their children to be totalitarians. That's what this is. It's a generational shift. I'm going to tell you something too, and this is just awesome, is that I have no doubt that God speaks through children. No doubt about it. And we've and, and again, I'm not going to play the audio, but many of us have heard that uh, the little blonde-haired girl in the board meeting yelling at the school board members. And uh, again, this is toward the end of, of this past week, but she's up there saying, George Washington made this nation, and we're supposed to see each other's faces and God made earth and this, that, and the other. There, there's more truth in that kid than on that entire panel of alleged adults. 
God is using that child to tell the truth. And she goes, I don't wear a mask and I don't want to and blah, blah, blah. God bless her, 100%. People like that need to be followed and girls like her and children like her have more courage in their bones and more courage in their entire beings than many adults. And some people would laugh it off and say, well, she's just a kid. She's just a kid and she doesn't know any better, but she got her two minutes of fame and she's just a kid and leave the adult stuff to adults. No, no, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. If you have a bus driver who is smarter than the people who work in the building who are pushing these drugs on kids, and I've said that a thousand times before, isn't it ironic that in school, we were taught the scientific method, hypothesis, questioning things, arriving at conclusions. And if we don't arrive at all of particular conclusions, then we have to re-ask questions and reinvestigate and redo research. That's the scientific method. Funny how that's gone out the window. And isn't it funny how schools taught us when we were younger to not take drugs and to not fall for peer pressure? Look how many people that education didn't work on. And notice now how many schools are participating in it, like the earlier post that I just read. I mean, my God. So this business of children don't know what adults know, I would argue the opposite. There are countless children who know far more than adults. There are countless children who are far less evil. And God knows that. She didn't have anything, that little girl didn't have anything written down. That was all coming straight from, straight from her heart and straight from her mind and straight from her gut. Well, her parents probably told her to do that, and I just feel terrible for her parents. Don't you? I just feel terrible for them. No. No, her parents are smart people. They think for themselves. They read. They arrive at logical conclusions. Anybody who criticizes that girl and her parents is a lunatic. But this entire thing has, is, has created a giant culture now where people have outed themselves in public. You can hear the brainwashed people. You can see the brainwashed people. You can see them. You can hear them. It's really alarming. But it's not all of them. It feels like it's a lot, but it's actually the vast minority. The vast minority are the ones playing the totalitarian game and jumping through the totalitarian hoops. And as I just read in that article, that last article, they all did it on purpose. These governments and these medical agencies did it on purpose. Speaking of that, there was another post I read yesterday, which is really interesting. It's kind of funny too. But the guy goes in for a routine checkup to his doctor and his doctor looks at him point blank and goes, so have you gotten the COVID shot yet? The guy looks at him and says, no. Doctor looks back at him and says, well, why, well, why not? Guy looks at him and he says, I figured I'd give the doctor a couple other chances, but he wouldn't let it go and I wasn't going to bring it up. So, you know, he just kept bringing it up. So I just hit him over the head with the facts. And he says, I don't take medical advice from Dr. Fauci. I don't take medical advice from Joe Biden. I don't take medical advice from murderers. I don't do that. And he says, it's not a vaccine. It's not a vaccine by the legal definition of a vaccine. He said, I don't take flu shots anyway, but why would I? You don't put poison in your body willfully when you're healthy. It's not how 
It's not how the human body is designed. It's not what we're supposed to be doing. And he, I mean, the doctor had nowhere to go. He said it's, he looked at the doctor too and he said it's gene therapy. It's gene therapy with horrific side effects and countless people have died. The doctor immediately shut up, he said. He said he stopped asking him any questions whatsoever. And then it was just a lot of nervous laughter from the doctor and then got real quiet. Mm-hmm. And then it was just pleasantries after that. It was just, well, okay, um, go ahead and fill this out and uh, see you next time and everything's great. Again, that kind of stuff is happening all the time. These doctors have practiced, they've been practicing lies for the last year plus, longer than that, longer than that. It's malpractice at a level that is incomprehensible and incalculable, and there have to be consequences for these people. So, okay, that was a quick little weekly wrap-up here. On Monday, I'm going to have some more updates from uh, Vanessa Hurst on what's been going on in the Nelson County School District. Wow, it's not getting better uh, with the things that are being revealed. It's not getting better. It's getting worse, but... When you pull back the veil, that's a good thing, and it's exposing a lot of problems there. And so I'm going to dive into that at the beginning of Monday's episode. Stay tuned and talk to you then. Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Make sure and check out AmericanEducationFM.com for more information. Take care and God bless.